Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our uh, inspiration from the barefoot investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a little bit of punting advice uh, in the AFL season 2019. So without any further ado, it's a big welcome to the program, to The Logical One. Thanks, Mug. And isn't betting advice much better than investment advice? Much more fun. Well, I think so. Um, it doesn't always work out as good for us as uh, <laughs> some, uh, some normal investments, but um, but mate, for you, you're flying. Um, so let's uh, let's have a bit of a chat about how we got on uh, last weekend with regards to our bets. The mug had a shocker. He was he uh, was all over the place. Um, Collingwood missed the Collingwood one that I put it. Didn't we? Didn't talk about the Collingwood one on. Uh, uh, in the program last week, but I did I did put that out. I like the 22 and a half uh, that really came in late. Uh, so it took a little bit of that. Chimed in when the market moved drastically. Chimed in when the market point moved. moved. Got sucked in by the market move. Um, but I was pretty happy with my bet. I still feel reasonably good about it now, even though that it didn't come in. I, I didn't think it was a bad bet. Um, but that didn't come in, unfortunately. On the other side of the coin, though, lo- the logical one tipped up the... Dogs plus, yeah, dogs plus early, thirty-two and a half early in the week. Took a bit of that down and uh, and had a nice little collect there for himself. Uh, so uh, well done on that one, and hopefully the listeners were able to to get a hold of that one. Um, we had a little bit of, uh, I think both of us had a little bit of early Port Adelaide. Um, yeah, a bit of retro there. The market yeah, wasn't the, the market, So that wasn't necessarily a tip up for the punters, but. Uh, but I, I can confirm that the mug got burnt on that one, regardless. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully there was no one on the uh, none of the listeners were actually taking that and taking the even shorter price and the bigger line than what was than what we got originally. Um, so that one unfortunately didn't come through, and um, and I was pretty uh, I was pretty happy with my Adelaide uh, number early on as well at a dollar eighty five. It actually drifted out a little bit late with some player movement. Um, but um, yeah, anyone that saw that game would have seen that uh, the mug went down on that one on the uh, Adelaide North. But on the other side of the coin, the logical one tipped up, tipped up the dogs. What dogs, else did you have, mate? Dogs and the Bombers. Um, and I was suggesting Melbourne and G- GWS if the market moved. Uh, GWS at mark did move out it enough did. for I a s- bet, s- and then it moved back yes. again. Um, and Melbourne, I think, was right on the fringe. I think it got out to five and a half. I think I said if it gets to five or six, I can't remember. Exactly, but yep. yeah, so that, that was, you could, you know, three, three and a half wins yep. there. Yeah, yeah, no, good. Uh, excellent round for you, mate. You you actually had a, a sensational round and put two two good rounds together now in the last two weeks, which has uh, definitely got you up and about for the year. So uh, so going going really well, mate. Well done. Um, not- well, yeah, you know, I wouldn't get too ahead of myself. Um, and Mug, I wouldn't be too downtrodden on yourself. Uh, it's been a very tough year. Did you know that only 10 of the 36 favourites have covered the line? So they haven't been running straight at all. Um, it's been really tough. I think of those 10 that have covered the line, um, three or four of them were minus one and a half, minus four and a half, minus five and a half. So the predictability is out the window this year. Very unusual. Um, so very, very tough, tough, tough year. Um, also, in terms of total points, I think only 13 of the 36 games have gone over. Um, so if you're a minus and an overs uh, backer, you'd be in a coma at this stage of the year. Um, so yeah, I, as I said, if you if you're not going well, it's not easy at all. Tipsters would be tipsters would be having a nightmare. Yeah, and um, it's a bit of a difference from what we've seen. I, I saw them talking about it on on the couch and uh, AFL three sixty and a few other places about the scoring. Um, you know, a lot of people going on about the six 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 and how it hasn't done what it's meant to and. 
and all that sort of stuff. I'm not sure if it's the 6-6-6 to blame, to be honest. I think that's had a positive impact on the scoring. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it's just uh, coaching. I mean, we saw an example of um, some coaching on the uh, Friday, Thursday night. What was it? Dogs? When, when did the Dogs play the Pies? It was Friday, Friday night, night, wasn't it? Yep. Um, just uh, some negative coaching that I think is probably having um, an impact on, on the scoring. Uh, more than anything, uh, and just the defensive setups, isn't it? That's having a, an impact. Yeah, I don't the think the football's been terrible viewing myself. Um, the games have been interesting. You know, been toing and froing a lot. Um, upsets. Uh, this standard's been up reasonable, um, but the scoring hasn't been high. Yeah, I, I, you hear a lot of people ringing up and going off about the uh, the scoring and the the spectacle and all that sort of stuff. I I still think the footy's all right. It doesn't worry me to watch it. I think it's still a still a pretty uh, pretty good contest at, at most of the time. Now, Mug, we just talk about one more thing before we get to bad beats. The Hawks. We went to the Hawks game on the weekend. We, uh, we took we, our major sponsor along. It was good to have him there. He really loves his footy. Carlton Sports and Spinal. Carlton Sports and Spinal. He was he, he was really enjoying it. You weren't enjoying it so much. Uh, the Hawks. Um, I've just and I've got an important announcement to make to the listeners a little bit later on. A little bit of change in tack for the mug because he is disgusted <laughs> with uh, the performance of the Hawks. Uh, what have we done in the last three weeks? We've lost to the Dogs. Um, yeah, an unhawthorn and an unlosable sort of game for the Hawks. What, what were we, four or five goals up, you know, with not long to go and we lose that. Then we make fools of ourselves in the first quarter against North Melbourne. Somehow managed to claw our way back into the game and, and take that one out, but not impressive at all. And then uh, then absolutely disgraceful performance for the Saints. So the Mugs got a... We might of, talk about it later on, but they ran out of, ran out of legs. They... they was it Will or was it running legs? It's one of the two. Uh, well, two players down um, and then quite a few unfit players, I think. Yeah, unfit um, or will, yeah. will to win, one of the two. Yeah, either way you slice and dice it, we are not going good. We're not a happy team at Hawthorne, that's, that's right. for sure. That's right. Bad beats. What do you got for us, Logical? Oh, there's one obvious one this year or this week. If you're on the Blues head-to-head, mm. you would be, you'd be ropeable. They've just... They've made that many mistakes in the last two minutes. There's umpiring decisions, dropped marks, missed goals by Ed Kerno, Liam Jones not paid the mark, not setting up well at stoppages, letting it over the back, the whole not having someone in the goal square, and they they get beaten by in the last you know last ten seconds. You would be on your knees if you back the Blues head to head. And then the only chance that they look like they could actually steal it back after they've lost it, Murphy does that dribbler. Yes, like, yeah. uh, oh, geez, yeah, not, yeah. not, not, not great. Carlton what, back. What was McGovern doing? <laughs> what was McGovern doing? He just sort of wandered up onto the edge of the goal square. Like, just mate, having a look. The play is only 15 metres in front of you. Yeah. Just stick on the line. It's just, like the, it's like in the cricket, you yeah. know, like if the ball. Manages to go over your head and lands inside the fence when you should be on the fence. It was shocking, absolutely shocking. But um, oh yeah, that's yeah, a bad beat. But Carlton backers and supporters, we feel your pain there. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, well, the, I, I feel feel pain for the uh, the people that backed them. Their supporters, I'm not sure. I feel the pain for they can uh, <laughs> they can please themselves. But <laughs> but if you're on the punt, yeah, we feel for you. What else have you got there for us, uh, Logical One, or are we ready to get into some well, games? Let's get into some let's games. Let's get into it. All right, we'll rip into it. Game one, Brisbane Lions, $2.35, taking on the Collingwood Magpies up at the Brisbane, the, the Gabatoire, they're calling it, up at the uh, Gabba Stadium, Thursday the 18th of April at 7.35, making the Collingwood Magpies a nine and a half point favourite. So interesting game, this one. The, the first sellouts 
up at the Gabba potential since, sellout. Uh, potential yeah, sellout. I don't know whether it's sold out oh, yet. Okay. Yeah. It's looking that way though. A bit of excitement around the Lions. Um, Collingwood, we know, have got a big following all over Australia, so they always pull a, a decent crowd up in the uh, Queensland states. Um, so yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this game on a Thursday night. Uh, line there of nine and a half. Uh, I'll be interested to get the logicals take in a moment on home ground advantage and how powerful that is for the Brisbane uh, Brisbane lines up there because I'm looking at this line and just maybe feeling that the Collingwood Magpies have been a little bit disrespected by this line once we have a have a bit of a think about home ground advantage. But uh, might throw over to the logical one for his take on this one to talk about home ground advantage yeah. rating and. Um, and how he feels about this one. Yeah, home ground advantage here. I give Brisbane eight eight points for a home ground advantage yep. at uh, in this match. Um, home ground advantage comes down to a few factors. Um, one would be um, the distance the team has to travel to get there. Uh, the other factor would be the shape of the ground or familiar, familiarity of the ground. Um, climate, so they have a, they're, they're better suited to that climate, whether it's humidity. And then also... The crowd, which gives which yep. gives the um, buyers, yep. um, you know, bias, which they claim they don't have, but they certainly do. It's proven so you fact. Put all those factors together, and I give eight points um, to Brisbane for this. So this line is effectively saying that Collingwood are seventeen points better than Brisbane, um, which you're suggesting they are. Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely not. Couldn't back Collingwood here. I think the market will move to Brisbane slightly as yep. the week goes on. Um, but for me at the moment, uh, it's probably a no bet. Uh, slight lean to Brisbane, but I don't think I'll be having a bet at this stage. Yeah, for me as well. I think um, I think the Pies probably do win, but um, I think it could be pretty tight up there. I think Brisbane will be excited to get back on their home deck after a poor performance, after um, their dis- disappointing effort against uh, Essendon. They're going to be revved up for their crowd. They're going to be ready to go. I think Collingwood win the game, but um, not a lot of confidence to uh, to cover the line. So I think I'll be leaving that one alone. Game two, Friday, 19th of April, 4.20 p.m. North Melbourne taking on the Essendon Bombers. This is at Marvel Stadium. Uh, $2.40, uh, North Melbourne Kangaroos coming back. Essendon Bombers, $1.58, making the Bombers a 10.5 point favourite. Um, you had a good collect on the Bombers uh, on the weekend there, Logical One. Um, let's grab your perspective on the game. Yeah, the Bombers, after stinking it up for two rounds, have come good the last two rounds, and they've been mm. very impressive. Um, potentially Danaher back, which is huge. Uh, I know he wasn't good early and late last or last year when he was playing, when, before he was injured, um, but he still is a big in for Essendon. Mm. Um, Kangas, I still don't think are going great. Um I think I'd, I want to be on Essendon, but 10.5 is too many for me. But I do think the market will move to the Kangas. If it gets to that 7.5 point range, I'll be taking the minus here. But currently, no bet for me. Yep, okay. And uh, I've just got some notes written down here for myself. Um, no betting for myself. Uh, Should it move to 7.5? Would you be on the Bombers as well there, Mark? Well, I think you probably have to be, don't you? Um, North Melbourne. I didn't. I've only seen highlights of the North Melbourne game, but um, from what I hear, it was pretty scrappy. Um, North Melbourne, from from what I saw and heard, and speaking to mates that watched it, maybe missed some opportunities. But again, I just think that's part and parcel of North Melbourne footy. 
They turn the ball over. They miss opportunities. Um, Essendon, I did watch a fair bit of that game against Brisbane. They looked pretty slick. Did Brisbane turn up? I'm not not so sure. But um, Brisbane moved the ball well. I said last week I wasn't sure if Tip and Woody could kick four again. He kicked seven. It uh, helps when you don't have a man. Yeah, well, that's true too. But, um, just um, on the Kangaroos, their expected score versus actual score was big, big differential. Apparently, expected score was like that's one of the biggest differentials that they've seen. So expected score being the shots that they had um, and what they're expected to to score versus what they actually scored. Yeah. So apparently they should have gone a lot better than what they did. They missed a lot of goals. Missed a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. Um, they're much better at Marvel. Um, and we've seen that in the last couple of weeks. But still, um, I'm not a big fan really of how they're going at the moment. But... We'll see what it, see what the market does. Does no mark, no bet for me at the moment. Yeah, I've uh, I've got written down here no bet for myself, but um, happy to follow instruction from the logical one that if he says that there's a market move there, then uh, then we're in. Game three, Optus Stadium, Friday, nineteenth of April, eight ten p.m. Yes, listeners, that is correct. A second game on Good Friday, which is something the AFL fans have been screaming out for a long time. We now have it. So you can watch football from Friday afternoon all the way to uh, to Friday night, which is fantastic. The West Coast Eagles. You like that, do you, Logical? Yeah, sit at home with your hamburgers. And, uh, well, you don't footy? have any hamburgers oh, on. Yeah. You don't have oh, hamburgers. Yeah. Maybe oh. vegan hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, is that what you have on, uh, yeah, on Good Friday? Yeah. Good, good for you. I know you're uh, a strong of strong Christian faith, so uh, you'll be eating your fish and your vegan burgers on a, on a Friday. So uh, well done, Logical. The West Coast Eagles, $1.22, are taking on the Port Adelaide Power at 4 30 making the west coast eagles a 27 and a half point favorite at home at the house of pain um port adelaide we we know they missed it against the tigers on the weekend they've got a lot of young players um they're taking them over to the west um for me that line is a bit big for the west coast eagles um you know the logical one reeled off some stats before about the team struggling to cover those lines. They weren't able to cover against Frio. We actually put the punters off that one last week in saying that uh, that's probably one to avoid that West Coast uh, line. So hopefully the punters took our advice there because Frio, uh, what do we have there? 13 points in the end. They're only able to dispose of Frio by. So I think this is a similar danger market for the punters. Um, if that market drifts further and further, which it may well do, um, if we get out to the mid-30s or something like that, I'd be starting to look at a bet with the power. But um, pretty young team, the power, taking them over there. They could get a right smashing. Um, so no real confidence in the Eagles to cover. No real confidence in the in the power to, uh, to hold the Eagles at bay. No betting for me. Let's see if the logical's got a different view. Yeah, I think the Eagles, all they just they just wanted to win last week. Yeah, four points. Um, on ratings, uh, I could only be on West Coast here. Um, but as we were talking about earlier, um, not many teams are covering at all. The competition's quite even. Um, Port Adelaide, they're playing okay. I'm worried about their speed in the midfield. I'm worried about guys like Rockcliffe getting a lot of the ball. But just sort of, he seems to be starting to own Port's midfield, direct traffic, and he doesn't do a lot of damage. His yep. disposal was okay on the weekend, but at the same time, there's a lot of cheapies in there. Um, they've got some other slow midfielders there. Power um, Pepper and, yep. Power Pepper, Pepper, Wines, Boke's not too quick. Even Gray's not the quickest himself. Ebert. Um, Ebert. Um, yeah, for me at the moment, zero bet, but if I was forced to have a bet, it would be West Coast minus. Yeah, okay. And can yeah. you see that line um, 
coming in for the for the West Coast and, and getting even skinnier, or you reckon it's? Uh, I think it might be a small move to Port. Yeah, probably pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. So no betting for you on this one. No betting. No. Yet. No. No. Okay. Game four, Monica Oval. That's in the nation's capital for our international listeners. So that's up at Canberra. Um, we did have a few more international listeners uh, last week. Uh, logical one. We had someone in Papua New Guinea. So uh, PNG. PNG. We've spent a bit of time over there recently. So uh, shout out to our PNG friends. <laughs> um, and we had a few of the lads from uh, the US chiming in. So uh, shout out oh, to that's Dan. Good to hear. Dan good to and, hear. Dan and Shaq and the boys. So uh, thanks for listening in, guys. Um, Monica Oval, Saturday the 20th of April at 1.45 Eastern Standard Time. The GWS Giants, $1.14, are taking on the Fremantle Dockers, $5.75, making the GWS Giants a 35.5-point favourite. And for the listeners out there, we're taking these uh, prices directly off the BetEasy website. So this is the old Crown crown Bet uh, service. So, uh, so that's where the odds are coming from. Again, the conversation is raw this week. Um, no conversations about betting. Um, well, I did send one text message on Sunday. You can't uh, help it. You can't help it, Mark. I said one one text message on Sunday when I had a, look, a quick look at uh, a markets. But other than that, the conversation is raw. So, uh, so this is how we both feel about the different uh, different markets. Obviously, logical one of our fifteen out of fifteen year winner, thirteen out of fifteen, ten percent return on investment. Myself, the mug. Um, Three out of four year winner. Um, well, I'm, I'm not 66 units up year, <laughs> life to date anymore because I've taken a spill uh, the last couple of weeks, but, uh, but we'll get back up there. Let's get back into this game. So the GWS Giants versus the Fremantle Dockers. Um, this game has a very similar feel to me uh, as what the West Coast versus Port Adelaide game does. And we've both got both sides, the home side, strong favourites. Um, we've got, both got the opposition making a, a, a big journey to, uh, to, get to, these, to get to these grounds. Um, for all intensive purposes, the G, GWS Giants could absolutely smash Freo up. But in saying that, Freo were pretty strong against West Coast last week. They probably missed opportunities that they could have got in the first quarter. Fife comes back. Um, uh, I've said it a few times on this uh, podcast now that I, I really love Fife in the Fremantle teams. If I was if forced to have a bet, I'd probably have to go Frio just because the line is 35 and a half and it's quite big. But um, but I can't see myself having a bet on this game. Too many different things happening. Logical one, what's your view? Yeah, you mentioned that both teams had to travel a bit of a distance to get to this. You would look at it possible well, neutral ground. Talk, I, was actually but, talking um, about, I was actually talking about Port Adelaide to get to West Coast and to get to GWS in okay. that respect. But, okay. uh, but, yeah. but yeah, well, just on that, Canberra, I rate as it, it's still a stronger home ground advantage for GWS oh, yeah, as, for sure. as, as um, Blacktown. Um, they've got probably bigger crowd support in Canberra. They play the ground well. It's sort of a, a, a tricky ground to play, I think. Um, so yeah, there's there's no disadvantage for them playing there. Um, it's probably more of an AFL heartland for our international visitors too in Canberra than than probably what Western Sydney is. To, yes, to be fair, yep. absolutely. Um, they they could possibly get Toby Green back. Um, well, I've actually um, got the, some inside mail. I do here. have some inside mail. Um, inside mail for the listeners. We remark. This is inside mail. We referred to the obnoxious one a few weeks ago, and um, and he's got a bit of inside mail that Toby Green won't be coming back, and probably won't be back the week after either. So, okay. Okay. So, uh, Let's I, see how that mail is. So I don't. I, I don't think that's going to happen. So they lose Ward, uh, but he didn't play most of last week. Uh, Freeman will get five back before I talk about. Uh, my view on this um, GWS are they the highest rated team in the competition at the moment 
mug. I still have West Coast as the highest rated team, yeah. but um, but you'd have to have GWS the second, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, they're right up there. They're right up there with the Pies, Geelong. They're in the mix. Um, and for that fact, that they seem to really like to beat sides up a bit at the moment. Yep. Um, they beat Richmond up, they beat Essendon up. So that's one reason the way they're going and the rating that I have them on and how Freo are away from home. I could not be near the plus. Um, yep. But it's it's 35. I think it might have been 32 at the start of the week. Um, I know I've said this a few times today, but no bet here no for bet. me. Yep. So same for uh, same for the boys for for different reasons, but uh, but no betting all the same. Game five, MCG, Saturday the twentieth of April at four thirty-five Eastern Standard Time. Melbourne Demons at a dollar forty-three are taking on the St Kilda Saints at two eighty-five, making the Demons a sixteen and a half point favourite. So as we know, the D's uh, finally got their first win on the board up in Sydney Town uh, on the weekend. 22 points, the victor. Um, and the Saints, they beat my Hawks by uh, by five points uh, in, a, in another plucky performance from the Saints. And that's that's what the Saints have been. They've been in uh, most of their games. Uh, who did they... Who have they lost to, the Saints? They lost in round one against Gold Coast, didn't they? But other than that... No, no, of, they got the... Got no, they beat Gold Coast. They got the Gold Coast and then they got the Bombers. Uh, yep. And then they went away to Freo and they got beaten. They got um, done by Freo, that's yeah. right. By, what, five, yeah, six, they're being, six, they're being six good, seven they're points? Being yeah, pretty so much every so, week. So, so they've been hanging in there in games. The Melbourne Demons coming off a, a good win against, well, Sydney probably aren't going great, but uh, but they got the win on the board nevertheless. A dollar forty-three for the Demons at the MCG. Uh, you can absolutely have that. There's uh, there's no way you'll find me back in the Melbourne Demons. We, uh, we said a similar thing. When they were playing Port Adelaide, um, they that favourite spot. They just seemed to hate they got it. Well backed. They got well backed that day. Um, the, the positives for them are they're at the MCG. They play much better at the MCG. Um, but I think you are betting on potential of Melbourne. Like they looked really good last year. This year they haven't shown that at all. No. I don't think they were that impressive against Sydney. I don't think so either. Saints are going well, um, and I never thought I'd be saying this at the start of the year. But like they, if they get Stephen back mm. this week, which is expected to play. They get Stephen. They've got quite a good midfield. I think Billings, Gresham, Stephen, Ross. That's that's a decent midfield to get. To, you know, it's going to be hard against Gorn. But we saw Marshall on the weekend. I thought he was pretty strong. Yep. Um, in the ruck for the Saints, so he can. I think he could stand up against Gorn. Um, they get Geary down back. They'll get better down back, which they were good down back against Hawthorne late. On ratings, um, with Stephen back in, maybe you want to see if he's. If he actually is guest named, but I'll be a unit one unit bet on the plus here on St Kilda. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. So, uh, logical's in on the Saints on this and one. The Saints go the Saints again. Yep, um, plus I d- 17 and a half, I think, is out there. I've uh, I've gotten written here, um, St Kilda line is the favorite option, but um, but I've written no bet for myself, maybe um, a little bit of a market watch, see if that one drifts out a little bit further, or you think it's gonna, gonna move in. Oh, well, I think if Stephen. And Kiri are named tomorrow night. I think Lewis is due to come back from Melbourne, but I don't. Yeah. He he, 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 wouldn't, do? he wouldn't be super fit. Yeah. Um, you know, he probably slows their midfield down if anything. So. Um, yep. Yeah. But one thing that we, uh, well, I think both of us are saying is uh, stay away from the Melbourne, the Melbourne bet in this spot. <laughs> Game six, Marvel Stadium, Saturday, twentieth of April, seven twenty-five. The standalone game on the Saturday night, which is nice for a change. Richmond Tigers. $1.43 are the 16.5-point favourite coming up against the Sydney Swans. 
285. I'll hand over to the logical one as I, I, I get the sense that he can, uh, he's can. he got his a bit of a smashing uh, in his nostrils. I, I feel like he might be thinking that there's something happening here. Um, Richmond Tigers, can you see him smashing up the uh, the pretty ordinary swans? Jeez, you can smell it, can't I you, Mark? Can, you I can, can smell I can it, Mark. Feel it. Uh, how, 16 and a half. Richmond, they're saying they're only eight points better than Sydney. Um, You're not having not in, that. They're not in the same league. You're not having moment. that, are you? Sydney are just terrible at the moment. Um, they could even win the spoon. Uh, the way they're playing, they don't have McVeigh in there. Lloyd's like they're good kind of midfielders. Just every year have been getting worse and worse. Um, they've lost Hanbury. Lloyd's getting a lot of the ball, but he doesn't do much. Kennedy's he's going well, but you know like Parker, he's dropped off again. Um, then they're looking to Heaney and these sort of guys. Um, and Heaney hurt himself a little bit last week too. He looked like he hurt his hip. Um, I don't care who you are. If you you get a good knock on the hip, that's it's going to be sore all week. Yeah. Um, so he'll be, he'll be a bit sore. Tigers get back dusty. That's huge. They get back Hawley. Um, they're still out with Rewalt, um, but Lynch has stepped up last week. He looks been good. good. And I think even if they don't get Rewalt back, then almost better. The forward pressure was really good on the weekend. Um, the young blokes. They, yeah. yeah. They don't want too many big men down. If you had if you had um, Lynch. Um, Rewalt and Caddy, you could get a bit slow, but they looked good on the weekend with their setup. Um, but the only thing is Marvel; they don't play Marvel as well as mm. MCG. Oh, if this was MCG, it's just all in. Lay down is there. Um, yep. But but Marvel Stadium, I still think they'd be too good for Sydney. And I'm putting up a unit uh, at the minus fifteen and a half, sixteen and a half, depending where you shop. Yep. Okay, so there it is uh, from the logical one. I don't have too much more to add than that. Um, what do you, uh, you, uh, you, you follow me in here, Mark, or not? Um, I was. I actually put. Um, I, I had to have a little mug multi um, to, uh, <laughs> to to, uh, and I actually had the Richmond head to head in there. Um, okay. That was just. I put some money into an account, and I couldn't get a bet on another market that we'll talk about in a moment on Sunday night. Um, and I had some money sitting in an account, so I just multied uh, a Richmond head-to-head into the bet that I wanted to have. Yep. Uh, so I felt good, good about the Tigers. The line, I was a bit unsure whether they've got enough petrol to uh, to cover the line. Definitely feel good about a Richmond win. Um, the line, uh, hearing you talk about it, gives me confidence. Um, so um, I'll have a bit more of a think about that uh, throughout the rest of the week. Game 7, Marvel Stadium, Sunday, 21st of April, 1.10pm Eastern Standard. The Western Bulldogs at $1.40 are taking on the poor old Carlton Blues at two ninety-five, Making the Dogs here a 17.5 point favourite. Um, difficult betting game, I think, this one. The Dogs have uh, been a bit inconsistent with form. At times they've looked good. And they haven't looked so good. Um, Carlton Blues, well, geez, they've been in most games, but uh, they just, what have they won? Three games in, what's the stat? Three games in 50 or something yeah. stupid. They keep reeling off on the uh, on the telly. So, I don't know. It's hard-pressed to back them head-to-head just because they, they don't win. Yeah, um, yeah but, that's um, true. They haven't been terrible. Um, I think they've been okay this year. Yep. Um, but uh, they haven't definitely, obviously not settling, set, setting the world on fire. I saw the dogs live on Friday night, and they tackled really well. You like their um, pressure? Love their pressure. Um, and and Norton up forward looked great. Oh, what, he took a couple of amazing clunks. The big yeah, fella. Yeah. yeah. And Bont's back. Um, Tim English looked insipid in the ruck. Um, <laughs> Got so he's by Grundy. And and the Cruz is um, looking like he's going to be or Cruz is going to be back in for Carlton this week, which will bolster them somewhat. Um, yeah. I. There's talk that they might bring in Tringo to help Tim English. Um, 
on ratings here, this 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 game looks about right. Uh, sort of intu- intuition tells me I probably want to be on the plus, but no bet at this stage for me. Yep. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's good to hear. Uh, I've got a little note down here. The Blues line uh, is more attractive to me than the Dogs line. Um, just because the Blues have been in most games that they've played and the Dogs just never put, well, I shouldn't say never, but they really put teams away. They just don't like beating teams by much. They, they tend to play that sort of congested, tackling, hard-nosed style of, of footy that we've seen over the last few years. And um, for that reason, I, I couldn't be on the Dogs minus. Um, no betting, I think. That's, no the, bet. uh, that's the sound of it. That's boring, but that's it. <laughs> Game 8, Adelaide Oval, Sunday, 21st of April, 4.40 Eastern Standard Time. Adelaide Crows, $1.20, taking on the Gold Coast Suns, $4.60, making the Crows a 27.5-point favorite. I guess the question is, logical one, have you seen enough out of the Crows to make them a 27.5-point favorite against the uh, pretty dogged uh, Suns. Uh, we know the Suns, I think, well, maybe you can tell the listeners about your rating system where you have the Suns place for the year. Um, but can the Crows clear that line? How good are the Suns? We don't know. Like, they've been playing pretty poor sides, but they're going well. Um, they've played Kilda, not a top side. They've played Fremantle, poor side. They've played the Doggies up and down, and they've played Carlton, who are a really ordinary side. So they're doing enough. Um, but I don't know how good they are, um, but I do, on ratings, I don't have this game anywhere near 27.5. I'd have it like, down like 23, uh, 22, but it's one of those games where I feel if the ratings were, if I rated it 22 and the, and the handicap was 22, I'd be all over the minus. I think it's a game where Adelaide, back at home, could just flat track really, bullies. flat track, could really smash up the Gold Coast. Um and you know, bets kicked a few on the weekend. It's getting better. If they, if if they can get the the the, the um the feed to their forwards, they could really smash a team up. Gold Coast are doing nothing wrong, but at saying that, I'm not sure I can back the plus. Um, just for the reasons I said, if it was if it was ratings was what the market was, I'd be all over the minus. But for me, because of that, I'm just going to have just the way Adelaide flat track teams. I'm not going to have a bet yep. at this stage. Maybe if you like Gold Coast head to head, is the way to go. Yeah, geez, I, I just have we ever seen? Oh, the Gold Coast went over and beat Port Adelaide like ten years ago, didn't they? Uh, when they first came into the uh, into the system, but I don't think we've seen the Gold Coast Suns go away and have too many really good wins. Or yeah, they got the Dogs earlier earlier this year, which is a great win. But yeah, but it wasn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. A hard, pretty pretty hard to see the the Gold Coast Suns, but at the same time. Adelaide Crows, do they really deserve to be 27.5-point favourites um, against anyone, let alone the Gold Coast Suns, uh, that have been pretty dogged, kept the games low scoring uh, through their one-on-one, uh, having a conversation with a, uh, a colleague today. Um, just that real Sydney one-on-one sort of dogged, you know, we're just going to play man-on-man sort of style footy. The Crows um, didn't show much heart last week against North. Are they going to be up for the fight? I don't know. Uh, no bidding for the mug on this one either. Game number nine, MCG, Monday the 22nd at 3.20. The Hawthorne Hawks at 2.75 are taking along the Geelong Cats at $1.45, making the Cats a 15.5 point favourite. It's the big clash. Uh, We've been running this clash for a while now on an Easter Monday, so it it has become a tradition. It's a a great game on the calendar. Will you be Um, going, Mug, or have you dropped dropped off? Well, I... 
I feel a bit uneasy about uh, going to the game because uh, I've broken my rule, logical one. My rule is that I never tip against Hawthorne, but, uh, or back against Hawthorne, I should say. But uh, feeling pretty disgusted about Hawthorne's performance on Sunday night. I was sitting there and I had a glance at the uh, upcoming market for the week. And I saw that the Geelong Cats were only a 13.5 point favourite against my beloved Hawks. And after watching them for the last three weeks, I cannot have any of that. I cannot have for a second that... uh, that the Geelong Cats are only 13 and a half points better. I think Geelong will win by 40 points. On it's a the... surefire way to get the Hawks fired up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, might get fired. Yeah. I hope you're listening, Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll happily throw in my cash for an inspired performance, but um, but I can't be having any of this. And this is the one game that the mug's tipping up for the week. Um, yeah, I'm in on the Cats here. Uh, minus 13 and a half. I thought the market might have moved even more than it has. Uh, danger got off, and uh, we have, we've only seen that market move a couple of points. But um, who did we say? Zach Tui coming Zach back. Zach Tui potentially back, and Amira back for yeah, Frawley so, for the Hawks. So, so they, they so, get bolstered. Yeah, so Amira is a good a good inclusion for the Hawks, but um, still we're missing Shields out of that mid, midfield. Still Burgoyne's an important player, even though he doesn't get a heap of footy, but he's still an important player. Um Frawley goes down. Stratton got badly knocked out on the weekend. We saw that live. He had, the again, the old stiff arm going there for a yep. little minute. Um, not sure how he's going to be or if he actually is going to pull up, which leaves us pretty exposed down back. Um, oh, I, I just don't like what I've seen from the Hawks at all. And the Cats, um, I don't know about your, your rating system there, but I've got them rated in, in the top four teams in the competition. Um They've got to only be a few points off West Coast in terms of being the, the best best team in the comp, logical. Would yeah, you agree four, with that? four points off West Coast. And at the moment, uh, myself, I've got Hawks rated probably in the bottom four, four or five uh, teams in the comp. Um, so I don't know how that stacks up against your numbers, logical. But that's enough from the mug. It's got to be in on the Cats. Don't know if I can go to the game because I'll feel sick watching it. Um, I tried to back the Cats a few years ago and bailed out at halftime because I couldn't stand it. But uh, they've pissed me off that much, the Hawks, that uh, I'm thinking, well, if you're going to be that bad, I'm going to make some money on you. So don't know if I'll even watch the game. But over to you. Yeah, MCG, Hawthorne. Start of the week, I must say, I was thinking the same as you. Cats all in. They're just going to smash up the Hawks. But a bit further reflection... Um, Geelong don't go as well at the MCG. Um, Clarko is a bit of a genius. He'll get them back up. Um, both these teams were similar last week in that they both ran out of gas in the second halves. Hawthorne, whether, as we just spoke about earlier, whether it was fitness or whether it was will, and Geelong, they had they had Selwood, Danger, and Kelly down, which is very, very rare. They were all down. Um, DeBoer did a job on two of them somehow. Um, but I think the Cats are a better side. Um, I'll be lean to that minus, but I'm not going to have a bet on it. I'm going to say no. Really? Bet. So gonna, you're not in on it? I'm going to say no bet for me. Okay. I'm going to watch. I'm going to look on. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that. Sorry, but no bet there. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's it from the the logical one. He's got more faith in my Hawks than uh, than I definitely have. Um, but that's it. So that's a wrap, guys. So um, we'll we'll wrap up. We'll just get a bit of confirmation from the different things that we like this week. So logical one, you're into. What for the listeners? Uh, the Richmond minus. Richmond minus. Sydney. The St Kilda plus v Melbourne. Um, market watch on Essendon minus v Kangas with the market moves, which I think it will. Yep. 
Um, and that's that's it for me. And for myself, it was uh, for the cats to uh, to smash up the beloved hawks. Was so, that it? The mug? Just that the was one? it. Yeah, just, just the one. Just just the one at She's this point very, in time. Very conservative after last week. <laughs> well, when you get your feathers uh, clipped up a little bit, you've got to. And uh, you've gone and chosen a minus. And after I've, all that. And I've gone and chosen a minus, <laughs> and it's against my own team. So. Uh, See how the the mug might live up to his name. We'll see how he goes. Good luck. <laughs> All right, listeners. Uh, thanks very much. Um, we'll we'll um, you'll hear from us next week. Uh, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.